What's going on, everybody? Another episode of Cheap Seats Box Show. As we have my boy JP. JP, what's going on, man? I think we're back. Yeah, and we're going to do it old school today. We're back on the phone. Said, fuck it, we're going to go old school today because why? Because we have time. That's why. That's how it works. First things first, follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seats Box. iTunes, rate, review. You'd be next unofficial sponsor. Uh, follow us on our platforms YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, all that good shit. Um, JP, last weekend, another close fight, another. I guess, controversial decision. Gennady Golovkin, unanimous decision over Sergey Dovianchenko. Uh, I think it was 115-112 twice and 114-113 once. Wins the vacant IBF belt. JP, smart man once said, I kind of see some similarities to Roy Jones, Antonio Tarver. You were talking about the... The proximity of which they grew up and knowing their their styles, I jumped in on that. Said, "Yeah, you know what else too? The ages aren't too far off. Where you know, like Golovkin is an yeah. older guy, but you know what? Derevchenko is not a young guy. Was he thirty four? Yeah, he's Um, and plus the 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 record, just like Tarver, was very low. Like he, you know, what what was Tarver? Tarver was like sixteen wins or something like that when when he right. beat Roy Jones. I mean, it was a lot of similarities." Uh, in that, and people people ran with that. They liked it. JP, what do you think about the fight, man? Uh, I should have bet on it. No, <laughs> yeah, right. No, um, you could take a few things away from it. I mean, Dervinchenko, my he won. Most people say he won. So, and whether that's because he won, or they think Triple G just wasn't effective, or, or he wasn't what they were accustomed to. However, you slice it, he won. Uh, I mean, g- g- Triple G won on the cards. Derevchenko uh, won. Here's the thing. Somebody said something after the fight that made me think about this. This is his second fight with a new trainer, mm-hmm. so maybe he is like, it could be one of those situations where he wasn't in there long enough with Steve Rose. Yeah. To 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 know you know what to do and what not to do, so he looks rusty trying a new style. And it's like, well, you've been in it so long, you might as well keep the style you got. And I thought about that because, you know, rarely when somebody switches trainers late do they do well. They might do well for one fight, but then not any other fight. Um, I'm not sure if he had, because he looked old fighting like he don't fight, basically. Mm-hmm. So get back to the drawing board and do what he does that works. My opinion, they're probably going to have a rematch. Because of the controversy, it probably brings more fans now. Because he's not going to fight Canelo again. You can get that up. And because of this performance, I doubt he fights Charlo. 
So, I mean, technically the winner out of here is Durinchenko, regardless, because, you know, in some ways, he 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 kind of put himself in the in the mix because of the fight that he had, because you know, Triple G has cachet, and to give him this kind of problem gives you cachet. So yeah, that's what I think about it so far. Yeah, and, and welcome back to old style of uh, recording at mm-hmm. work because now you hear all the trucks in the background. All right. Um, I, honestly, for me, it was very similar to last to the weekend before. Uh, I had it six six. Knockdown was the difference. The knockdown, honestly, pretty pathetic knockdown in the first round by by Golovkin. But I I, I gave it to Golovkin one fourteen one thirteen. But like last week. The big winner was actually the loser of the fight. Uh, Dervinchenko came out the big winner of the weekend because uh, now he's an option. I would not be shocked to see Canelo fight Dervinchenko before I see him fight uh, Triple G. I mean, just Canelo is that kind of petty guy anyway. Um, yeah, coming out of this, you just no, I don't, I really don't see the triple. I mean, Triple G and Canelo three. I just don't see it. Um, here's the thing, man: is Dervinchenko dictated the pace of this fight he fought his fight he backed he backed him up a lot hit him with a lot of jabs too clean and he, and, and 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 one thing I, I saw with triple g was that because he trusts his chin so much he doesn't really <clears throat> he doesn't really work on his defense as much his defense is literally like i can take your shot but when it's a close fight, that's not the best strategy. If yeah, if you're dominating somebody, you can do that. You know, um, you know, the, his fans have said before oh, he lets people hit him because you know they can't hurt him. It still counts. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the points are the points add up. Um, I actually had Triple G down six five. I had him sick down six four. And going into the eleventh, I gave him the eleventh and twelfth. The twelfth was really close. Uh, I edged it to to Triple G, and that gave him the fight for me. Um, but I mean, th- th- this is a fight you can't argue. Somebody says, "Hey, I got Derek Chang." Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, shit, I had it six six. Um, to me, this was a fight that you couldn't score higher than seven five either way. Uh, so I don't think it was a robbery. That 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 term gets thrown around way too too easily. Um, but. Dervinchenko was just going to the body. He was hitting them clean. He made him look old. Uh, this was, and that's what we said going in this fight. You, you, it's already started. People try to pretend like it's not. You know, like, oh no, no, it's just you know, it, he, yeah. he still got it. Like, yeah, he's still good, but he ain't to the level he was. He's thirty-seven years old. It's just what happens. You know, it just, it just doesn't work out that way for the mo- most of the time. Um. Father Time is undefeated. Father Time catches up to other people at different times. It just, it's just, that's just the truth of it. Um, you know, all, the haters were like, "There's a lot of old people who have won fights." Well, then you're, you're just honestly, you're just dumb. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who've won older than Triple G. Like they've won fights like this and been more dominant. Well, Almost, well here's the problem with that <laughs> analogy. When you say a lot, they name, they name four people. Yeah, in the history of boxing. <laughs> Like, oh, I know about four or five guys that yeah. did it. It's been about five, ten thousand guys in general. Yeah. So, you know, look at the majority. Majority rules. <laughs> um, 
just go going forward from here, you know, look, unless they mandate the the rematch, I don't know if I'm if I'm Triple G, I don't know if I want that rematch. He looked old. He looked like he was getting tired. They said that he missed the second day weigh-in the first time, uh, the 170 weigh-in uh, the day after, uh, which is not normal for him. It Maybe it is time for him to go up and see what he can do at 168. You know what I mean? It's I mean, he, most guys this age, that's what they do. They start to move up in weight. That's what Bernard Hopkins did about this age. It's when he started moving up. Yeah. I think How old was he when he fought? Uh, Oscar? Yeah, I think he was about 36, 37, right? Yeah, it had to be. Yeah, so I mean, that was, that was ten years removed because nine eleven was what? He was thirty, thirty? No, no, he wasn't thirty then. No, he, no, he was he, he was older. He was, he was, he was much 39. older. No, no, he was much. No, yeah, he was thirty nine. I'm talking about Oscar. Oh, Oscar. Uh, I don't know because the nine eleven thing. What that was? Uh, wasn't that the Trinidad? Uh, Trinidad, and then he fought Oscar. Well, anyway, anyway, goddamn it, it was goddamn around that time. <laughs> so I don't have my 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 computer open to to, to double check everything. Um, so I don't know. I don't really know if that's what he wants. Charlo, uh, let's play like this. <laughs> no, the zone did they? They went PBC route, right? Who do you want to see Triple G against next? And they threw all these other fighters up. Charlo wasn't on there. They were like when PBC did. Who do you want to see Errol Spence fight next? And there was no picture of uh, of Terence Crawford. Yeah. That's, I've been saying that for a long time. The zone middleweights act like PBC welterweights. Act like Certain people we don't want to exist don't exist. Uh, it's all bullshit. Uh, and that's just the truth. It's bullshit on both ends. It doesn't matter who does it. It's all bullshit. Um, Derevianchenko, I mean, he's in a tough position now because if he doesn't get the rematch, what does he do? Does he wait for a Canelo maybe to to drop a belt? Like, Because what does he have left? Does he have any belts left? I'm trying to think. He doesn't have WBO. He doesn't have WBC. He doesn't have the IBF. Does he have WBA still? Maybe. Maybe. But I mean, that I, might be the route to go. Actually, if you. I just do thought it. about it. Since since Andre's opponent just walked out, maybe he could fight Andre. Well, when's that fight? Uh, he the his opponent just backed out. Yeah, I know, but how how long is it till? I don't even know when that fight is. I, I gotta be honest. December, January. Maybe. Maybe. That was a tough-ass fight, man. Him and Golovkin went to. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I mean, they could push it back because of, a, you know, because of this, this, um, this, uh, this duck or whatever you want to call it. But that might be his only route right now. Because, like, I would say run it back, but would Triple G and them say run it yeah, back? exactly. That's the question. If they have to, yes, you know. Um, and like, him and Andrade were, you know, in the ring together yeah. afterwards, like, I don't even know if if Triple G does that at this point. You know what I mean? I really don't. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Who's the IBF? Uh, who's the IBF champion? One sixty eight. Because that'd be his one his one belt to go after. I don't even know who that is. I know. All right, I can't even think of it offhand. Um, so I'm honestly, I have no, I have no idea where they go from here because I think everybody finally saw it. A few of us had seen it, called it. It wasn't hard to see. There was a there was a there was a decline from Canelo one to Canelo two, as far as I concerned. It wasn't just the fact that Canelo was a better fighter because Canelo was a very smart fighter who learns from fight to fight. There was there was they both met each other halfway, where Canelo 
took his game to another level. And unfortunately, age has just caught up to, to Triple G, and he's dropped the level. Uh, just what, it's just what it is. Even though, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's got to be put out there. In some ways, he got played with that Canelo stuff because it took about a year and a half to make the first fight. So his decline of age kind of on the back end plays into this is what they was waiting on in the first place. So it is what it is. I think now I will say this. I don't think Triple G is anywhere close to stopping. And I think there's going to come a point maybe in the next two-year span he's probably going to have some of the most exciting fights because if he gets older and that defense diminishes, it's going to be his chin versus yours. And that's going to be a problem for anybody because it's going to come a point where he's like, hey, I just got to get people out of there. And I'll be, I wouldn't be shocked if the Canelo fight does happen, which it could because Canelo's petty and like, well, shit. I might be able to stop this motherfucker to the body. So, you know, that fight could happen. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest with you. Look for that fight at 168. The fact that Canelo's moving up to 175. The fact that Triple G had trouble on the second day weigh-in. He wants the payday. He would go to 168 for that payday because he knows I only got a handful of these left. Uh, so don't be surprised if that's at 168 for the coveted WBA regular title that Canelo has. Um was there anything else on on the under? I, I'm honestly, I didn't even care about the undercard. I don't even know what happened on the undercard. I know this weekend, um, there's just gimme fights. Josh Warrington is got a title defense. Um, there was somebody else. I cannot remember who had the title defense. And I know Alexander Usyk is making his heavyweight debut, debut against uh, Tyron Spong. It is what it is. It's his heavyweight debut. It's a gimme. Can I be honest with you? Yes, he hasn't fought in forever, but goddamn Usyk has earned a, a get-back fight. You know what I mean? I mean, he went on the road for like four time, four fights in a row. Or true. Cleaned out the cruiserweight division. I, I'm okay with it <laughs> at this point. That's, you know, that's the weird thing about um, the Super Series. Now, back in, the, like, some years back when they did the one that um, Andre Ward won. Super Six? Yeah, that worked. In retrospective work. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It, yeah, ultimately it worked. The only, only because people forget how how much how shit went long went. it took, how many fill-in fighters came right. in. Right. It was a long process. You got the two best guys at the end, but it took a long took a time. Long time to get there. So in retrospect, it worked. Um, the other one. The, the one with Usyk. That worked. Yeah, this one. To a degree. The the one they were supposed to do with the welterweights, they just... Well, that one got lost in the shuffle. And, you know, now it's like, okay, can we just admit, okay, in hindsight, if you do it, it works. But if you get involved in it, it's not going to be timely. No. You know, just say, okay, this might take about two years of my career because it's going to be a problem. But, I mean, for, to the victor goes a lot of the spoils. Everybody else, well, yeah, you know. And here's the thing with this fight. is It's not really going to tell you where Usyk is at in the heavyweight no. division because Spong's not going to give you that. 
I mean, he's an old guy anyway. He don't look it, but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he's in his late 30s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it's really not going to give you a barometer of where he's at. Um, you're going to see if he carries any weight, if he carries the weight well, if he carries power up. But it's still, until he gets in there with a recognizable heavyweight that you know has taken legit heavyweight punches before, that's when you're going to find out. You know, when he fights a, a, a Derek Chisora... Jim level fight, level fighter, yeah. Like he's gonna have to fight somebody like, like that. You know, maybe Tyson Fury's brother Huey, because it's one thing to fight a heavyweight; it's another thing to fight a heavyweight who's either big or can punch. And you know, get, getting acclimated to the division that's understandable. Um, but the heavyweight division i think has the most drastic jump and challenge uh, as any division mm. because the top guys have like who's ever there are no i hate to say this there are no mandatories or contenders in the heavyweight division really it's the top 4 guys basically and that's it mm-hmm. that's just it Speaking of the the heavyweight division and the top four guys, can we say this? You know, uh, people were giving PBC a, a hard time for not ever mentioning or acting like Terrence Crawford exists, right? And I know why they're D- zone is doing it. Uh, and they've kind of done that with Charlo, but mm-hmm. at least with the heavyweight, like if if you've seen the commercial, they've been having a lot of commercials lately on TV, and they're showing. Canelo and Triple G and Joshua and Ruiz. So, I mean, he's not acting like, yeah, the guy who's with PBC, even though he beat our guy, we're going to act like he still doesn't exist. And we will show you Joshua if and when he, be, he wins in the rematch. At least they're acknowledging he's the champion. He's going to fight here, like, at least one more fight. Acknowledged him. I, I like to see that at least they're going to capitalize on it, Yes. Oh, yeah. But guess what? The PBC could also capitalize on it using using a Crawford name. The zone could also capitalize using Charlo's name because the middleweight division now is starting to thin out. It looks like Canelo's leaving. Triple G is coming to the end. Jacob's left. You know, you need to act like Charlo does exist because the middleweight division has thinned out. <laughs> See, here's a, you know, here's a problem. And it puts this franchise belt into... Uh, oh, I love the franchise belt. It puts it into a bit, bit of a um, conundrum. Because if, you know, it, done wrong, it could just be... Well, we used to, well, I, you know, we used to make fun of Adonis, Adonis Stevenson for just running with a belt. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if done right, it can put you on Front Street in a good way. It depends a bad way because Canelo has the weight thing. And I think uh, Lomachenko has a franchise belt too. And he's known to, you know, jump up and wait and jump down. So if that's the case, what you can do is act like you old school and just, you know, when they had one weight limit, it wasn't, you know, junior, regular, and super. You get what I'm saying? So, goddammit, if you're a middleweight, who, who's ever junior, you know, a super, all of them go together. 
160 to 175, all that go together, you know? So you could use a belt that way because if he, if he does that, and if the WBC does that, and the reason I'm talking about this is because of the zone, I'm going to get to it, is you X out having to jump up and down to make these good fights. And that's the thing about the zone, the PBC, and top rank. You know, everybody's in this in this mix where you you want to make good, safe fights, but not good, risky fights. Mm-hmm. And fans want good, risky fights. Fans pay for good, risky fights. We don't pay for good, safe fights. Because if it's a good, if it's an opponent with a good name, it's nice. You're like, oh, I know his name, blah blah blah. But I mean, I don't see him actually challenging this guy. So why am I going to watch that? Now, when you get these risky fights, you go, oh, okay. Now this is what I put my money on the table for. And just because you can market a fight doesn't mean you market marketed. A risky fight. The only reason you can market Ruiz and Joshua is because of how, how Ruiz beat Joshua. Mm-hmm. Initially, did they market it like this? No, he was just supposed to be another guy that get ran through. So, you know, now that you up the risk, you know, as they say, high risk brings high reward. And at some point, and I've said this before, and we've said this on the show before, at some point, the onus is on these fighters. Stop, you know, I want as a fan, I want y'all to make money. But you're not gonna you're not gonna scam me and jit me. <laughs> you know. I'm supposed to pay I'm supposed to put money out of my pocket to give to you to fight somebody I already know you could beat? No thank you. Mm-hmm. You know? But you know, that's just my thoughts on that. Um I think that that's about it. We're gonna we're gonna cut this one short. This is gonna be an old school sparring session for JP mm-hmm. and me. Um that's there really ain't much going on. So I mean, like, why try? Why try to stretch it out? I can sit there and talk about Triple G and all that stuff. I'd be regurgitating shit. But I will say this: like, um, I am curious. I'm curious. I'm gonna start listening to shows for the rest of the week. I've heard shows already, but we've put it out there now. Uh, for whatever reason, our listeners aren't the most vocal on Twitter. When our audio was fucked up, man, I hear from them all the time. When it's not. I don't hear from him very often, but I will say this. Uh, I'm curious to see because it got picked up. It, it got a little steam yesterday, the, the Jones-Tarver thing. I wonder, I wonder if I'm going to hear that from from experts coming up uh, this week, you know, because me and JP threw that out there last week, and it nailed. It was it, We nailed it with the, with the Jones-Tarver uh, comparison. JP nailed the, the, the Spence Porter. We were, like he was talking about the Don Stevenson thing. See, people don't remember this. You gotta go all the way back. I remember. I remember the show. <laughs> it was me, you, and I think Jacob was on that was on that show. I think so. And you said as soon as he saw the fight, like, man, as soon as he got that title and he ran around the ring, I feel like that's a, a omen of he's gonna be running around with that title and good good luck trying to get it from him. And goddamn if it didn't happen. We're also the ones who told you when everybody was like, it ain't man, Manny and. Boy, they never gonna fight. We would want. Yes, they are, and we told you exactly when they were gonna fight. We nailed that. We nailed a lot of things. We told y'all that they was gonna make <laughs> that they should make boxing 
like around a year round thing and hook it up right. And they actually did that. And we talked about the app. <laughs> yeah, and that. We actually, like, this is like five that. years Come ago, on, we were talking about the app. Um, we were comparing it to MLB, like had, yeah. MLB had done it. Um, we nailed the shit. We don't get always the love back. But I hear you. I, listen, don't think that I don't listen to shows and I hear you guys regurgitate some of this stuff. I listened to a lot of shows over the years. I've heard. I've heard some regurgitation, and I appreciate it because I actually I don't even take it as offense. It doesn't even bother me. I'm just like, ha, 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 ha. I know <laughs> Experts, when you guys, are, especially when you <laughs> especially when you use the exact same words. You gotta change it up a little bit, guys. You gotta gotta change it up. You know, if you're like if you're a comedian who steals something, you gotta change the verbiage up a little bit, man. Make it look like you didn't. Um, but I I, I just want to say that I just want to be that out there. Hey, because you know what? God damn it, I don't give a fuck. We one of the longest running shows. There's probably three or four longer than us. We the best motherfuckers doing this. I don't give a shit what anybody says. And the best part about it is we've been pretty correct on our predictions <laughs> for a very long time. Ah, uh, hey, every now and then we got to pat ourselves on the back. You know what I mean? Uh, hey, I got to be honest. If y'all did it, I probably wouldn't have to do it as much. Uh, <laughs> JP, let's cut it off there. Follow the show on Twitter at Cheap Seats Box. iTunes, rate, review. You've been next on official sponsor. You know how we do it, guys. You take the time out to rate and review. We take time out to acknowledge you guys because all it does is make the show more noticeable. Follow the show. Hit subscribe on all the platforms if you guys don't mind. Spotify, YouTube, all that good shit. Uh, start getting that spread it around. JP, anything else, man? This is where the fighters fighting the fans commentate. And you know we do it just like you from the cheap seats because we ain't buying no tickets, goddammit. Peace. Call me crazy, but no one Since it kills, so it's real like I'm catching cases. Uh-huh. Let the world know I'm planning to die. If I don't leave-